0: With me today is Debbie G of Spirituality Gone Wild. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Spirituality Gone Wild. This is oops, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was an echo, an echo, an echo, an echo. <laughs> well, because I was
1: share, I was sharing it out to everybody happy thanksgiving weekend
0: thanksgiving weekend yeah beautiful weekend too really good one in fact uh we i don't know about you we had a really nice relaxed thanksgiving which is not necessarily what most people experience so i'm particularly appreciative of that it was just it was just take a breath the entire day it was wonderful
1: oh that's beautiful yeah well that's not i have mine was different for sure, it was actually really super cool. You guys are all gonna love this, and please share what your your gratitude moment was yesterday. I'm gonna share my gratitude moments from Thanksgiving. But okay, look, my son went, My son and Joe both were like, "Hey, so we'll just order the the food,"
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm like thinking to myself, "Yeah, you know, that's not a horrible idea. We'll order the meat. I can do the sides at least. You know, whatever, make mm-hmm. it simpler, simpler on myself." Sure. And then I thought about it more, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to cook. I'm going to cook. So I did the full-blown, and I am I cook. So it's like I do the whole Thanksgiving. do the whole thing, yeah. I do the Thanksgiving at the Fatterson's to come to my house, because let me tell
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yeah.
1: That kind of cooking. So, well, and then, I mean, oh, my God, it was so funny. We even had a Thanksgiving episode prior to the Thanksgiving when we were going to get honey-baked ham. Well, actually, we weren't going to get a ham. We were going to get a prime rib and a, a tri-tip, mm. which really sounds great, except for the fact that it was like some, it, it was insane. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going to pay like triple price for prime <laughs> rib because yeah. it's, because, and I still have to put it in the freaking oven.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And
1: and it's two days prior. No, I don't think. I think they do. maybe they do cook it for you. Hail, if I know. What I'll tell you is this. Joe would just stand in line. And we I had been dealing with all kinds of other stuff because my puppy dog had to have his seven teeth pulled. And I want to talk about dogs Ooh. and dentistry. Oh, my God. So, oh, this poor thing. So, we were at the vet. A couple of nights ago, we we're at the vet just, you know, really late. And then she had to go and she had to stay the night. Oh, the poor thing. It was awful. It was because she had a loose tooth. Anyway, so mm. so he so the day, he's two days before Thanksgiving. Joe's being so kind and he's standing in line at uh, uh, Honey Baked Ham. He's telling me he's had to go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I get it. You can't buy a ham there or you can't buy the meat there. And he's like. But I'm standing in line already. So, well, you know how this is going already. And I'm like, because i he's told me five times he's going to go to Honey Baked Hams after work. And I five times haven't heard him really at all because I have other shit going on that was way more <laughs> important in my world. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's like, well, no, I've been standing here and, and I need to I need to get something now. I've been standing here half an hour. It's like, well, another hour and a half wait. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. No. And double the cost. Triple the cost. No, Mm. we'll just, we'll just go to the butcher and get a really redonkulously, uh, six and a half pound prime rib, which was bomb. So good. Wow. But I want to tell you something. The communication factor at Thanksgiving, we must use the tool of curiosity much more often. (laughs)
0: It's not a word I normally associate with Thanksgiving, but uh, I'm open to it. So tell me.
1: Gratitude, my ass is cooking, and which he actually we found out. So it's our, our first Thanksgiving together, right? So you know what we're doing. He's in there washing, I'm cooking, washing, cooking. I, it, it it was like this rhythm. Big
0: team, yeah, sure.
1: We got a rhythm to it, and so that was awesome as all hell. But what was interesting about this is is that the the littlest things, Walt. The littlest things, like just. The, the, the not dealing with something like right when it happens, you know, knowing that I don't probably want to get this thing there and appreciating someone taking initiative like that. That's so awesome. No, it's not going to be the solution just because I do cook. So I was like, yeah, probably not a good idea, especially because I know Thanksgiving at my house and there's always somebody that's going to be there that I don't expect. Okay. So. Yeah, so we got the we anyway. So we worked all that out, and we used our tools of curiosity, and everything was good. But man, communication is just like so important. It was the point to this.
0: Communication they, is is huge, and I'll I'll give you a, a moment to breathe and, and zero in on your point Well, I I hammer that one. It's not I don't hammer a whole lot, but that's one thing I hammer.
1: Please hammer is it.
0: Communication is is one of the least understood, this is a bizarre thing to say, is one of the least understood uh, forms of knowledge that, that humans have these days. And I say that because as, with all the wonderful advances we've had, the technological advances, people coming together um, over the internet through the pandemic, and I mean, there's just so many good things going on, it still blows my mind how communication has actually, I think, gotten worse since I was a kid. Because I tell you what, it's almost like we're not using the same language anymore. I mean, are we all speaking English? Well, actually, half the world doesn't. Three-quarters of the world doesn't speak English. But, you know, I mean, even amongst those of us who are theoretically English speakers, I'm not so sure anymore. and question it. You know? Because, I mean, I, I had a, I, I had some – actually, this is an interesting um, thing tied to LOA today – Um, most, almost like 99% of the comments we get are wonderful about it. I love the show and so forth. I got a negative comment on one of the videos was an older one going back, I think about a year. And I don't know what the person was complaining about. The reason I say that is the English was so bad that, I mean, there were, I recognized the words, but they didn't connect. Mm -hmm. Nothing, there were, there were no complete sentences. The sentences that were incomplete didn't. They, they kind of hinted at something. They didn't really say what it was, but you could tell from the tone of it that I was being accused of something. I I just didn't know what.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I I think I think I was being accused of leading a cult. Not 100 percent sure. <laughs> but yeah. how how do you even respond to that? How do you respond to somebody who who can't fathom the basics of communication so that that's why i say communication is pretty important and, it, and it's it's kind of falling through the cracks in some places and i'd like to see it improve
1: that, that person thank you so much for your comment if you are mm. watching again because here's the thing here's the deal if it struck your if it struck this person's chord enough that they had to take their time out to send you a note you couldn't understand even. One or two things were happening. One, they don't, English isn't their first language. So they probably, which not,
0: that's a possibility. I just t- rule that one out.
1: And, and I'm going to tell you all chances are that something got lost in the translation. Let's think about that. So the blame, the blame shame game. There's not one, but I will tell you. No, no, I will no. Tell, here's what the killer part is. You're doing your job, Walt. If you are rattling somebody's cage, you're doing your job. Because remember, <laughs> you awesome can that That's a
0: good point, <laughs>
1: dude. You're yeah, you're killing it, man. Because the fact is, is that we all are up here doing this to show everybody that there's another way to do things. Because what I was doing wasn't working, and Walt's changed what he was doing because it wasn't working. And the people that see that and they get their they get their they turn into sorry, but little ninnies. I'm well,
0: well, well, I wouldn't even go there. Uh, well, to be honest, I, I wasn't. I wasn't upset by the comment. I didn't well, know you what she was saying.
1: But, they, but the know, person was butthurt, Walt.
0: Apparently, well, okay. I, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what they were because, like I said, I didn't understand the message. I I would have loved to help them address the message, address the the point, whatever it was. Yeah. I can't I can't address something when I don't know what they're saying?
1: Well, yeah, that's one thing. But the other thing is that. uh I'm curious what goes on in a person's life that you just have nothing better to do, really, for God's sake. And if you got your, if you get, if you get, if you, if it strikes a chord, it's time to listen to mm-hmm. your, into your internal voice. If it's striking mm-hmm. a chord, the first person to get like, Hey, I wonder what's up with me. Why am I feeling this some sort of way about what I just heard and what's happening there and taking full responsibility for our own behavior and our own actions? But I love that you shared that, Walt, because you were doing your job.
0: Well, apparently, yeah. I, I Just not sure in that case what the job was.
1: <laughs> yes, whatever it was, you did it? It, 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 it was,
0: right? Now, I mean, your job. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think the reason I bring that up is I know it's it, it's been kind of a thing among, um, I guess what they're collectively calling Gen Z, the, the after the millennials, right? Yeah. Um That everything gets broken down into um, acronyms and, and abbreviations and so forth, particularly with texting. And I get that. There's you know, That's something that all generations have done one way or another. You know, they want to hide things from the parents and all that kind of thing. Uh, I get that. But at some point, you don't you actually reach the point where you want to be able to communicate Somebody who doesn't know the code and have yourself understood. That, that's the part that I'm having a little trouble with. I don't quite understand. Are we supposed to like break break the code? I, I don't get it. <laughs> or, you know what I'm gonna say?
1: Just just toss the ball back and say, I don't want to yeah, play it. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm not into your game's not much fun. I'm gonna to my playground Right, right. Me no likey. <laughs> I'm over it.
0: <laughs> there's also, a, I'm, I'm making fun here, but there's also a serious side to this, too. The serious side is because communication is such a difficult thing, even when you get your nouns and pronouns and sentences yeah. right, it, it's incumbent upon all of us to get better at it, regardless of whether we are you know native English speakers or not, but especially for native English speakers. You know, we're We're communicating with each other, and communication is on a number of different levels. It's not just the words. It's emotional. It's physical. It's body language. It's all of it communication thing that goes on. But if we aren't going to communicate clearly, how can we expect a clear answer back? We really can't. I think that's a treat. You know, I mean, if you really It it reminds me very much of when Louise and I met. Because up until that point, I had been perpetually frustrated in my non-relationship relationships that I had for about a 20-year period. Um, And mainly because Half the time, well, half the time, but probably understanding it, like 90% of the time, I, I didn't feel like I was actually communicating with another human being. I, I mean, I, I yeah, can't even go through all of it. <laughs> I can't rule it out. But, I mean, I, I was trying to. Um, but it, it just, it, it's like everybody was into some form of game playing, which is not communicating. Game playing yeah. is like you know, try, trying to pull the wool over people's oh. eyes and so forth. And then I met Louise, I don't know. and with yes. Louise, everything was just straightforward. I mean, she yes. if she wanted something, she said what it was. Yes. If she liked something, she, she if she didn't like it, she said it, it's like, oh my god, there's somebody else who talks like this. This is wonderful. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, okay. on that point alone, I I was over to her just on that. All right, so I'm
1: curious because I already know. Louise had Louise had her shit down before you guys met. She had it. I just said that's word.
0: Well, we had both done a lot of growth, no doubt.
1: Right, right. But when you first met, okay. So did you find maybe you were more geared to either to a little bit of game playing because you hadn't gotten honed in yet on <laughs> your communication yet?
0: Put it this way: if that were true, I would have had prior to Louise, I would have had a relationship that lasted longer than two weeks. That was the longest term relationship I had over a twenty year period.
1: Two weeks. Okay. So yeah. when you got to when you when you started hanging out with Louis, it was just straight up back and forth. You both of you, straight up.
0: We we met through a mutual friend. Um Louise Louise also did like the right thing to do if you're looking for somebody. She asked around to all of her friends saying, Hey, do you know any healthy single males? I wanna to try to meet somebody. I mean she was like that direct with it. And yeah. a mutual friend knew me knew a whole lot of, a lot of males, I don't know why she thought of me, but she did, and connected us together, and then we got on the phone for three, three weeks, you know, hours a day, every single day. Lots and lots of communicating going on, and it was easy communication. There was no effort. Right. That's why we kept doing it. That's why I kept calling her back. Like, this is easy. I, I can do this kind of communicating.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: Conversation I don't have to work at. I love it. Wow. It's It was great. It was wonderful. It was a breath of fresh air. Yeah.
1: I love that because it's been my experience that the game, that game playing, that straight up stuff is just where it's at. The game. Absolutely. Go. I have Mm. playing games instead of, instead of just speaking what the truth is, creates more stuff than necessary. Hmm. Oh, my God. No, you don't even know. It creates more stuff than you don't. You're just like, just use your freaking words for God's sake, please. Quit playing games. Just, God. Okay, that person, I'm going to do this to make that person happy, this to make that person happy, this to make that person happy, and it's all going to fall down on my head. Mm. The people-pleasing explosion of it's going to fall over like a giant freaking what the, what's that Jenga? That game fall. Psh, yeah,
0: yeah. Right, the blocks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's gonna fall on your head like a Jenga. It's like a it's like a Jenga people pleaser puzzle. <laughs> a, yes. Purple people people eater people pleaser puzzle.
0: Got a lot of peas I, in it. That's for sure. I tell
1: you what. All because yeah, and all because. You know what? It's insecurity, not worthiness. Things that you don't, you don't think you're good enough. Not people aren't going to like you if you know. And it's also,
0: it, it's also another piece too, and and it's not just for people pleasers. It, it, this applies to a lot of different people. It's trying to be so, so much into softening it that you soften it right out of meaning. I love I'm going to soften this so much that you don't even know what I'm talking about. Then the message doesn't get through. That's
1: the biggest. I love that one. That one's the evasive one. I'm going to tell you my truth. In an evasive manner around this mountain, somewhere in the middle, (laughs) is the truth of what's happening here. But I'd actually have to go through the cave in order to see it. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, that stuff right there is just, again, that's to the, and I know all this because I was a horrible communicator back in the day and and i say i was a horrible communicator because i used the game playing skills and all of the other stuff it didn't work well and i can promise you oh. it would not work in my life today because if you want if people will only interpret or understand what they're going to as it is why are you going to make it harder on them by skating around the damn truth
0: yeah exactly exactly I mean, yes
1: is your goal to be of like a pro skater or a pro communicator?
0: And by the way, I don't mean to say that there's, a, that there's something wrong with softening language. Softening is actually a very good skill to have. I could probably It's an important skill to have. It's just that you don't want to soften it so much that the language loses the meaning
1: completely. You know, or the 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 wishy washy, the wishy washy ah. game, the wishy washy. I wishy washy. You know, if you're going to be wishy washy, my car's dirty.
0: Well, Susan asked an interesting question. She says, mm-hmm. why does harshness get our attention? And then she says, kindness flows. That's a really interesting question.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. I had to bring that up because, oh, my God. Do you want to attack it first?
0: Sure, yeah. I, I. Well, I think there are a number of reasons for it. Um, if I were going to kind of summarize it, though, we've talked many times here on the show about how we live in a culture that dwells on what it doesn't like. I call it the culture of negativity. It's not just US culture, it's not just Western culture, all cultures around the world to one degree or another spend a large chunk of time focusing on negativity. And and it comes in many forms. A lot of it's in the entertainment world. Um, you know, the movies, the the television programs, theater, um uh, the music, the, even the art, so much of it is about, here's what's wrong. Here's terrible. He's bad. Look at that. Can you believe that they did that? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like this ongoing thing. What can we find next that's just going to make us say, Oh, I'm so shocked by this X, whatever this X is. Cause that's what people keep responding to, which of course is why the advertisers keep putting it up in front of us. Cause we keep saying, yes, yes, we want more of this negativity stuff. It's, it's a, it's a really odd thing. And when you have that kind of a very negative, uh, communication culture, that's really what it is, a negative communication culture, it's going to become harsh. How could it not? Because the fact that it's negative means that it isn't liked, isn't wanted. And so if it's something that you don't like and don't want, you say, well, I'm going to give you this thing you don't like and don't want with a soft voice. No! <laughs> you say, I'm going to come after you with this thing that you don't like. That's the way it usually works, isn't it? Because It's negative. It's something. So where does the harshness come from? It comes from this very negative culture that we live in and that individually we, we shift as we make our own growth, as we make our own changes in life. And by the way, that's a really great thing that's going on, especially in these circles that we're in.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Taking the time to really improve themselves, get themselves in a better space, get themselves into a better, better frame of mind, improve their own self-confidence, self-love, their their self-esteem and thereby end up treating other people better, and then it becomes like a circle of everybody treating people better, and the energy just keeps flowing into better and better and better. I'm loving seeing that happening. I'm loving being part of that. I'm just observing that scale there is this, this very large negative culture going on, and that that negative culture is what drives the harshness, in my opinion.
1: Okay, and I love that. And I agree that there is the cultural uh, flow out there where people are looking at what's wrong in their life rather than what's good in their life first. And that's where we get to choose our perception. But when you talk about harshness, harshness for me usually comes in when I am frustrated because I'm not being heard. The sure. person I'm talking to or the situation I'm dealing with. It's like, I've said this every which way I know, every which way but loose. If y'all remember the movie, yeah. I like said it every which way but That's loose true. and y'all, like, and you still can't hear me. Like, <laughs> ah, but then now I'm starting to back off though, going, okay, is my need to be heard so great that I need to actually get harsh about it? And am I allowing others to have? The, a right to their own belief system and in their own perspective, harshness comes in when you want to control the situation and you want it to go your own way. I, okay,
0: I got to be right. Right.
1: I got to be right. And well, I am right. Most of the time, honest, actually <laughs> everybody's right. Every, maybe
0: mistake, but, but I was wrong about that.
1: I know. Right. See? <laughs> Point made. Y- y- y'all, Seriously. Like this need to be seen. This need to be loved. In in the, the simplest of terms there, Susan, it's that simple need to be loved. And when the softness, when you like softness, because you, like, you said kindness is soft, and that's right. In our need to be loved, when we really are seen, when we take time with somebody, accept them and appreciate them in the space they're in while still expressing what our need is, and then they reflect that back and hear you, that is a perfect moment of synchronicity and communication. When that doesn't happen, then we get it. We we want to pound each other, pound our points into each other. And I'm guilty of this pound Mm. it in. And and if they're not going to listen, swear to God, if it was a slab of meat, it'd be the most tender thing on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most of the time, Joe, yes, Joe, you know, this is true. My, My hubby says most of the time I'm right. Most of the time, darling, and frustration frustration Mm. is yes susan because it's very frustrating when the other person's not hearing you and energetically i want to pop in here and i'm going to throw some woo woo to the wow wow and let's walk rock this like this okay frequency and alignment there walt frequency and alignment have y'all ever been in a restaurant or been out in public and you're walking by people and they just don't they don't see you they don't see you not to say you're just like what the hell they just nobody sees me you're walking and you go and Nobody pays attention. You go into the store nobody sees you. And you're like, what is up here? Vibration, frequency. You're having a conversation with somebody. No matter which way that you're saying this to them, they're not hearing you or they aren't vibrationally matched with you. So they seriously can't hear you. They cannot comprehend what they can comprehend your words. They don't understand them. It's like you're, it's like, you know, the peanuts, uh, the peanuts show, uh, Old peanuts Christmas. That's what they that's what it is really like. And we're sitting there thinking, and here's where the the, the thing comes in. If in the conversation that you're having, this person hearing you is really important to you. But if you're needing it for external validation, you're you're not gonna get it no matter what, and you will and we will be frustrated. If I'm looking for somebody to validate what I've just said to them then I'm screwed. If I just want to be heard because my feelings are important and I don't need that acknowledgement. If I acknowledgement's beautiful or recognition would be nice. They recognize the fact that you have a need. Those are the shifts. Those are the shifts. And, and that's what we're looking for. Somebody who's a willing partner, no matter what relationship this is, it could be your kids. It could be your dog. Well, your dog's not going to reflect back as well, so just say it. Though, unless it's foxy, she does. But anyway, no, you all get what I'm saying. I'm just trying to break it up a little bit before it gets too serious, because really it's the vibrational match and the fact that you're not working with a willing per- participant.
0: You know what When you were describing that, particularly as you were describing the part about people just not even perceiving what it is that you're putting out there, it reminds me of something. I, I don't do this all the time, but I do it sometimes. I'm one of one of my walks and I see other people out taking a walk as well. I go out of my way to deliberately smile at them. Just yeah. It's fun. It's a fun thing to do. Because a lot of the time, the ones who are really just so self-absorbed, they don't even see you smiling. You can yeah. tell. They just didn't didn't even enter their gaze. But there are a lot of them who does enter their gaze. And the fun part is the reaction. Because inevitably you get a smile back or a nod or a hello or something like that. And you can tell, you know how you can always see in a person whenever they just caught themselves on something. You can see the flinch, and and that's what I see. I see the flinch, like, oh, oh yes, I, I got a smile. Hi, smile. You know, you, you you can see the thought process going on. This this person just smiled at me. I gotta I gotta respond to that in some way. It's like at that moment in time they woke up. Up until then they were all self-absorbed. They noticed this outside influence. Oh oh yeah, I got to smile. Hi, I gotta say something. Hi hi hi, how, how you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, nice day, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And that's what's so cool about it. It breaks so that. It, it breaks through that barrier that you were talking about that they just can't see through.
1: I love this. Did you notice the the, the variation of shift that just psh, their 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 vibration goes up?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, the, and that's the, the, simple. The, the, well. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's really super simple.
0: Oh yeah, it's also fun too. If if you do it like I did it as an experiment for. Oh, God, it must have been about weeks or so, something like that. I did it as an experiment every time that I was out there walking. And after I'd done it for about that three-week period, I found that I was getting people just reacting to me, even when I wasn't trying to do it. And I realized I'd been doing it so much, I was in a permanent smile position. <laughs> and I didn't know it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walt's over there with his perma smile, walking down the
0: street. smile.
1: What in the hell? People aren't responding. And Neo's
2: in the house. Yay. Hey. Yes. How are y'all doing?
0: All right, how you doing? Good to see you.
2: Good. Oh, man, I didn't think I was going to be able to make it, but I was like, you know what? This is my medicine. I got to take my medicine, you know? (laughs) So I had to make sure that I got home and made this happen. How you guys doing today?
0: Doing good. Happy uh, Thanksgiving to you. uh, Sharing uh, experiences not only with Thanksgiving, but with people and communication.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. How's that been going? How was your Thanksgiving? Good. Good, good, good. Very good. good,
0: yeah. Yeah. Very, very. I was telling uh, Debbie before it was such a relaxed day for us. I mean, it was just Louise and me. We didn't have a crowd over. Sort of a, I guess, a COVID type uh, Thanksgiving, although we didn't plan really it that way. But we just, we were just so relaxed. I mean, even preparing the meal, it was just. Uh, Louise kept telling me over and over again, "It's the best thing that she ever learned from my mother." My mother was the world's worst cook. I mean, really. I'm not saying that. To be disparaging, she really was the world's worst cook. She was terrible, and she was the first one who would admit it. But she taught Louise one really important thing: don't keep plowing through in the kitchen. You do something, and then you take a break. There's something else, and you take a break. You do something else, and you take a break, and it makes it so easy when you do it. We did.
2: My day was hectic. It was transporting food, and who's got what, and da 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 da. <laughs> but it ended up being a, a beautiful feast. So I uh, uh, definitely good. wouldn't even attempt to complain about it. Plenty of leftovers. I know what I'm having <laughs> dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I did that. I totally I did a big, huge... I did a prime rib this year for the first time. Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was so freaking bomb. Like the rub I made to put on it was just intense. And it was killer. Plus homemade mackey and cheese, southern, southern style, where you... Where you double bake it, twice baked mac and cheese is crazy good. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll, I just I am one of those when it comes to Thanksgiving, uh it's fixed it's at the Fattersons. Come over to my house, the Fattersons, that's where it's gonna be. Because you <laughs> will be fat when you leave. Because I don't I use real butter. That's all and cream. Real butter and real cream.
0: <laughs> just, we, we, we... We do that 365. I don't know about you, but we, we don't do the, that, that fake margarine stuff.
1: <sighs> oh, look at look at Joe says it was stupid good. I know. It was. Yeah. He got he scored because I'm a really great cook. Yeah, hey. Hey, right, so, you know, hey. All right. So, we're talking about, so let's go back up to Susan. By the way, Susan, I love the, how you sparked this conversation. Can you guys keep Beautiful, giving please. us some more stuff? Let's keep sparking this because, Neil, why does harshness get our attention, yet kindness flows? Oops, your and Susan, I love that you did a good old turkey. I love that too. And I love making turkeys just as much. Right? Christmas is coming. Mm. I'm doing a turkey.
2: <laughs> I'm not bad of the mute button. Um, Facebook just got in trouble for this, didn't they? For supposedly promoting hate, you know, because that gets more comments and more likes and more shares. Um, I don't know. I never analyzed it. What did you guys come up with before I got on here?
0: <laughs> I was kind of on the same wavelength you are just there, because I was talking about how the society at large prefers to focus on negative stuff. They, they like to get all excited about things that they don't like and don't want, and they, they give a lot of energy to it, and so they keep getting fed more of it, and so they keep reacting to it, and so they get fed more, so they keep reacting. Mike, I'm give that a,
1: here's, but real quick, though, an interesting fact, because in the marketing world, this is a fact. You can go positive or negative on an ad, so you're going to have a positive message oh, yeah. or a negative message, and it's a 50-50 pull. On a split test, it's, it's both. So, actually, we really – we kind of do have both. It depends on what you're all focusing on, right? So, Dio, what do you think?
2: I, I think that listening to what Walt said, it just made me think as people, we're naturally problem solvers. So, when things are going great and there's nothing to solve, we kind of get antsy. Um and we're looking for something to solve or yeah, something to make it comment on. And so yeah, that might be why we're we're more inclined to jump on stuff like that. I don't know. But that's that, part of it?
0: I think that's a definite part of it. I don't think I, I don't, let
2: me ask you this. Do you guys think that boredom is something that we're born with? I know back in the day before like city halls and electricity, you know, no, you know, they were more meditative. Um, but is it a learned behavior? Or is it something you can be born? Like- I think it's learned. It's learned. learned. It's learned.
1: Yeah, totally.
2: So if we were to unlearn that boredom, then we would probably stop looking to solve all these problems and start focusing on the positive stuff, you know? Well,
1: I love that you just said this. My God, that was just huge. Thank you. you guys get what you just what you just said is if you're sitting in nature, let's say you're sitting in your house, how many times a day do you look at your damn phone? <laughs> how many times? Has anybody ever put their phone down and not touched it for an entire t- weekend? I have. I'm telling That's... you. An entire weekend. It feels good down, Put your phone down. Well, you got a three-year-old there. It's a, you got to think, but just. (laughs) As long as
2: he's with me, which he is.
1: As long as as he's with you. Yeah. But just disconnecting from the media, disconnect from your, from your, uh, this is not part of your body. You can put it down (laughs) and leave it. And seriously, y'all listen, take a minute and do what Neo just said so beautifully. Don't be, you can't be bored if you're sitting in nature and appreciating it. You can't be bored if you're in gratitude. If you're in grateful beingness and you're out there, if I go outside right now and I simply look at that tree, I'm not bored in that moment. I'm not bored at all. And then, but here's the deal. What happens? We could just have these crazy, crazy things always happening or whatever. And you get, you get used to that energy of your, you're used to the, if we're used to not your, cause I don't know who your would be. If we are used to an energy that's chaotic, we're going to get bored in the house and bored in the house and bored in the mm-hmm house. And what are we going to do? We're going to create some shit. That's what we're going to do. We're going to play the <laughs> games that Walt was talking about just a little while ago. We're not going to be straight in conversations. We're going to be mm. harsh because our, voice, our voices aren't being heard. We're going to be all up in our ego and not not appreciating life as life sits. And yeah, boredom, boredom is a learned thing because I don't know, just to be able to put your toes in the sand and just smell the ocean. How, who in the hell could be bored doing that? I want to know. Anybody out there?
2: You know what? For those who, if, if there's people out there that can't translate, this is what Debbie just basically said. Like, I don't get bored. And and as soon as I, I kind of learned it was a learned behavior, I, I don't get, I chose, I'm not going to get bored anymore. But what Debbie's basically saying is once you get meditative and you learn how to stay present, you get this appreciation and you know that it's contributing toward your future. So it's 100% the best place you could spin your head headspace, and it just feels good. So if you ever, if you get into that and you get that mindset, When you do have one second of boredom, you're like, oh, I know what I'll do. (laughs) And that's what she said. Put your toes in the sand, stare at some nature, get meditative, just be, visualize a great future. Whatever it is, you're going to take advantage of every spare moment you have because you know it's basically like putting money in the bank. So there is no boredom. There literally isn't. I I enjoy meditating more than real life. So when I get a moment to do it, (laughs) I'm going
1: to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, let's not, okay, let's just all quit just doing the stuff and just go meditate. Let's just sit and, you know, there was a, I, uh, I, I, Walt, I got, Walt, got something
0: in before you go there. Before you go there, I got, I got to do something. Cause Neo, you have, you, you have been experiencing the last three years, the best example of why it is that boredom is learned rather than something that we are born with. You have a three year old. Especially in the first and second year, that kid is curious about everything. Yeah. There, there is no such thing as a bored one-year-old. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is no such thing. They just come. Everybody comes into this life just loaded with curiosity and drive, and oh, I gotta do this stuff. I gotta find this stuff. I gotta learn how all this stuff works. I'm gonna master this life. I'm gonna get it. Someone comes long after that.
2: Long I'm after guessing that. what happens is one day. Early on, our schedule was so filled. Yeah. And then like two to three days go and it's so filled. And all of a sudden you have a moment of nothing to do. And you're just like, you experience this new thing called boredom. And it haunts you the rest of your life or until you you know learn about, you know, getting spiritual. I, think that's, I, I would love to know when that moment was for me. Like how old I was and when I experienced my first period of boredom.
1: I think the first time you got, I think the first time you got told you were confined. Yeah. Yes. The first time you were confined, the first time you said, this is the perimeters you're going to play in. These are the toys in which you're going to play with. And you're confined. Here you go. This is where you're going to be. And there you are.
0: Because that was the day that you learned that you are no longer in control of your own life. That's what you were taught. So like, you, 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 we, we don't force right. you to be in charge. We're going to be in charge. We're going to yeah, tell you right. what you have to learn, when you're going to learn. Here's how you're going to learn. You're going to do it in this situation, in this room, with this, sitting in this chair with that person in front of the room. Right. That's how you're going to do it. So the first and that's time when the someone, boredom starts to sit in.
2: The first time someone said no, basically,
0: pretty much, yeah.
1: <laughs> what is the one and what word is it that the two year old likes to look at you and go? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm not well. You know the, the the best schools I think today incorporate an experiential an experiential system where they're actually experiencing uh, life, you know, and and letting their curiosity ex- explore, letting their their uh, imaginations really run rapid. I am guilty for giving my children. Okay, so this is what I was taught. Here's your, here's your toys, or your area. and This is where you're at. What the hell's a playpen?
2: <laughs> I'm not a fan.
1: I'm not. I mean, but seriously, like I was. Well, let me tell you. I, uh, I used, You know, here I am, a mom, and I'm putting my, put them in the playpen so I can get my cleaning done. And go, life is so funny. When later on, and I look, and it's like, just that, that essence of being able to explore. To be able, and, and once we start for we start forgetting, we start forgetting the magic in the imagination and in the curiosity of being a child. And I think as an adult, maybe that might be our first clue to tap back into.
2: Get good at playing make-believe again. Yeah. That is the only way you're going to successfully use the law of attraction if you get good at playing make-believe again.
0: Playing make-believe and, and playing imagine.
2: Then I hate to I hate to I hate to call it make believe because anybody over the age of thirteen is gonna be like, come on man, I don't have time for that. But in actuality, it's just a thought. You're doing it now. You know, we're just I, I like to call it that because it takes me back to my childhood, to where my it was unlimited. The scenarios they didn't have caps, they didn't have limits. And you know, as soon as you got into finances, that's when you started to really learn limits. But it's an interesting thing. Life teaches us limits from the second we're born. You can only reach so far. You can only scream so loud. And then, you know, with finances, when you get older, implement it even more. So it's like a test. It's like a natural test. Can you see unlimited when every inch of every part of your life is showing you limits?
0: Very good point. Very good question. That's
2: good.
1: Look, I love that. Hey, Look at this question right here. Document, don't create from Gary V. Has anybody ever heard this? Document rather than, than document versus creating.
0: That's I'm not I familiar have, with that.
1: Okay. So what, and, and correct me, Gregory, and thank you very much for your question, by the way. If I remember, Gary V, I love because he's so blunt, honest, is what I love about him. And documenting means like. You Like right now, what we are doing is we get on and we share our experiences. We're documenting what's happening in our life. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what you mean, document versus create. I'm trying to remember how Gary V put that. Gary V is eloquent in his brassness, I promise you.
0: What does he mean by the word create here? Because I have a feeling he's using that word differently from the way I would.
1: Oh, now I'm just dying. Okay, look, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to investigate. I'll be right back.
0: All right. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Look what we did. We manifested it right off the show, Neil.
2: <laughs> there it is. Speak the summit, bro. The summit was amazing. Oh man, oh, you. Oh my you, goodness.
0: You 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 had it flowing there. You had yeah. it absolutely flowing.
2: Dude, StreamYard changed the whole summit. Mm-hmm. Being able to put the comments up and and you know, mm-hmm. I, told my, I told my speakers, I said, listen, we're gonna. The more I do it, the more I love the open flow. Like your show, like this. We just flow mm-hmm. with it. It's not like, all right, Debbie, you got from 4 to 4.15. Neo, you got from 4.15 to 4.30. And every now and then we'll collaborate in between and mash it up. No, it's just, it was a, it was like a tennis match with 10, 12 people. And everybody was just, matter of fact, when I was in Miami, we were in a pool. And somebody goes, Neo. And I turn around. I don't, I don't know these people from a can of paint. I turn around. It's a whole group of people. And they're hitting a softball in a circle, and I went over, and, I, and we played. You know, we played, we had fun, and that's exactly what we did on the summit. And so I love that I was mm. able to do that, and they really enjoyed it. You know, being able to this interact more um, afterwards. Uh, a guy, I got a message from a guy, Doug Vermeer, and I don't know if you know him. Uh, do not know. He says to me, just curious, why didn't you have any of the speakers from? How Thoughts Become Things, in your summit. And I said, well, I don't know any of the speakers. Can you introduce me? Like, I don't know nothing about them. He says, yeah, I'm the director of the movie. I can introduce you to everybody. Whoa! So immediately, I go on Facebook. I look him up. The cast of this movie is the cast of The Secret. Whoa. So the next summit in March, it will be the cast of The Secret and Doug. And uh, now, th- th-
0: th- this is really a very uh, poignant point. Uh, that is not the word I want to use, but it is, it is a seminal point. And the reason I say that is not two months ago, you were telling me that you intended to have an entire show of people from The Secret. That is exactly like <laughs> right.
2: He did say that. Point. He did. I'm he trying to find really. I I want environment. Find- I'm trying to find the cast of this movie so I can give you exact names. You ready? All right. John Azaraf, John mm-hmm. DiMartini, Travis Fox, mm-hmm. Bob Proctor, Dennis Waitley, Wh- uh, and uh, oh wait—that says top cast. Let me get the let me get the whole cast.
0: That's five good ones right there.
2: Yeah, Emma Wickstorm, Dennis Waitley and. I, there's a few more females that they're not popping up on here, on what I Google searched. Well, there are quite a
0: few of them in the show, so I'm not terribly surprised, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it was like, it was like 10 people, I think. And um, yeah, I mean, he was just like, I got you. And I was like, well, you need to do I said You're obviously into this. You know a lot about it. You got to speak to it. He was like, I'd love to. So we're going to go live over the next 60 days until the next time it's just going to be insane. And I can't even... I I'm looking forward to that
0: one. That's going to be fun. It
2: is going to be super fun. He told me he was like, "Let's let's talk." So, you know, we set up a phone call on Monday, and because um, he hit me up Sunday, and really? uh, we set up a phone call on Monday, and we talked for like forty-five minutes. It's supposed to be like a twenty-minute talk- conversation, we talked for like forty-five minutes. Just just kicking. You it know, that's what
0: we minutes. were talking about before. Communication. When you get communication going, that flows. It's yeah. easy. Everybody's being straight. They're they're just saying what they think. And then you get a twenty-minute conversation that turns into forty-five minutes. That's fabulous.
2: Especially when the law of attraction is involved. But yeah. you know what? Now that I think about it, we didn't really talk about law of attraction. Uh, you know, we talked about families. You know, yeah. about his family. And, you know, he's, he has another movie coming out. Um, and I'm trying to, hopefully I'll be able to get into it. It's at the, we're at, he's at the end stage of it right now. But it has to do with numbers as far as, I don't know if you guys remember, I always, I remove myself from time and money. Mm-hmm. Like, a long, I mean, eight years, probably, until I moved to Tampa. I completely removed myself from time and money. I couldn't tell you what day of the week it was, and I don't care. And uh, as far as money went, I didn't think about it at all. My bills are automated. Stuff comes in. I don't care. I got Management takes care of everything. I just do my speaking and let everything happen. So I've been doing it for years and years and years now. And um, kind of, where was I going? I totally forgot where I was going. You got me thinking about management now. I got to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> well, well,
1: actually, yeah, it's a really good time. Actually, this is a perfect time to pop in. So, I was correct on the path I was going down, where Gary V, and and actually, this really ties into what you're talking about right now. People would prefer to know about real stuff, real stuff, versus sitting around. What kind of creative content? What can I do to make people to spark it? You can't. What you can do oh, is just that's what he
0: meant by create. Okay, I got it. Use
1: your it. use your authentic voice is what it's about. Using your authentic voice and really showing up and speaking the truth out to the audiences. People want people are tired of BS. They want the truth. They want real factual stuff. They don't want any B and Gary V shows up and he is so Redonkulous with he, he, he redonculus in a good way that he just slams it. He's all about truth, so that's what that means. But with so you having it. all the
2: mm-hmm. what did he mean? What did he mean by he said, document documenting
1: is like, yeah, documenting is like, okay, so for what the we're last, doing with
2: documenting. we're doing, documenting we do not, we cre- don't create,
1: don't carry, don't. Well, here, let me, I'll just read it to you here. Uh, it said, well. Read it to you here in a second. It says, one of the best things about social media is it's given us all a backstage pass into the lives and habits of celebrities. So if you start documenting what you do, if you're a musician, you don't need every piece of, uh, content that you put out to be a finished product. Show a video of the recording session. Show how it's going. Let people into your world behind your behind the scenes. And Gregory, what do I think about that? I think there's no other way to show up. I think showing up authentically is the best way. You know what? I had a, a Facebook message from a few days ago where I was in the hospital. It was like four years ago. I documented it the whole way. People could look back on my life or if you've been following me for a minute, you can actually see all the stuff that I've been through because I document it. I put it out there for everyone to see. So do I agree with it? A hundred percent because it brings the the fact is it brings the truth in. And that's more, way more substance. And people like truthful, honest people.
0: When, when I read the re- word "create," when I read the word "create," I think of it in terms of what we do regularly. We, what the way what he's talking about is, he's talking about making it up as you go along. Just I'm going to make up ideas, and I'm going to tell you what the idea is, and that's going to make me look so good and so fast. not. I mean, it no. is. It's kind of like an early seminal form of creation, but that's not really the time to. Pre- it. you want to present it after you've actually turned it into something not when you're kind of just spinning it off the top of your head so yeah well, I, and i buy i buy what he's saying there that makes sense
1: well look at what neo did he talked about having all of the people from the secret on a couple months ago he yeah. documented that right here on the show yeah. and here and here everything you you see there's this process that everyone that is watching can actually follow to see that wait a minute. There must be something to this stuff that they're talking about because it's working and I'm watching it actually happen in their lives. There's there's just we're here to help each other out and we help each other out by being the example.
2: 100%. That's my if you were to follow my Facebook, it's my life. And, And the crazy thing is, since the law of attraction, I've had to do that. Because you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that be happening if I didn't do that. Like, I was, I used to tell people stories and no one would believe me. I know they wouldn't believe me. I could see it on their face. So, I was like, you know what? I'm taking pictures and videos now everywhere I go. And that's what it is. My life is my resume. That's my biggest catchphrase or whatever. That It is what it is. You go on my page, you're going to see me flying something. You're going to see me smiling. You're going to see me in Florida or somewhere nice with sandals on.
1: All right. You know so,
2: at the very least.
1: Ready? I get paid to be me. Can we all say it? I get paid to be me. I get paid to be me. I get paid to be me. I get paid to be, me. Paid to be- this mouth makes me money. Not in a funny way, y'all think to find out the gutter.
2: <laughs> I, ah, I did. I would have took it there in like five seconds. You were fine.
1: I know. I just <laughs> I you know why? Because I've said it once or twice, I mean for real. Say it on a stage to people. They're just like cracking up. And that's because it's real. It's true. You know, I get paid to be me. We get, this is what we do, but we do it so that others get inspiration and hope. And that's, and and it helps. What is she saying? i, I sorry. I got I distracted just now. Can we
2: bring that up, all?
0: What Leslie wrote? She was she written was yeah. by Esther Hicks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was just reading that too. So they didn't let Esther Hicks in the secret because of Abraham. They thought it would be too controversial. Oh man! Um it's true. I gotta admit' I As a matter to... there's
0: a side story that goes along with that when oprah Winfrey when Oprah um interviewed Esther Hicks, she refused to do it on her TV show for the exact same reason so she did it on her radio show. she thought it was safer.
2: you know what that's the reason why I don't have any one channel at the summits. Here's the thing. Where I'm, well, I'm just gonna, not where I'm from, but in the hood, and there's a lot of people in the hood. And if we're gonna win this war against negativity, we need those numbers. I know for a fact that when you bring something like that up to them, they're gone forever. This was the one chance to grasp them, to give them something positive to hold on to. The second you make it hippie-ish or whatever you wanna call it, spiritual. I don't talk about, I don't mention the word God. I definitely don't mention the word universe. When I'm coaching someone from the hood, you don't say stuff like that or they're gone for good. And so are their kids because they're going to tell their kids, don't listen to that BS. So if we're going to get those numbers in this war against negativity, we, we can't do stuff like that. We can't.
0: What we're really talking about is being genuine.
2: It is. I love, and I'm a fan of it, but I know what's going to lose them. Well, and
1: that's how come I look at spirituality gone wild says it all. At all. There's a piece of something in that for everybody, and not everybody's into channeling, and that's perfectly fine. But I have to agree with you. There is a way that we're hitting the norm, like we hit the the population at that norm for them. The norm for us might be woo woo, but yeah. we're here. We bring the woo woo to the wow wow, and we rock that. But I have to agree. I, I'm I definitely am not going to be as woo woo, even though I'm pretty woo woo just by nature. But, yeah, I I, I don't know. I the, the think the more important part is really giving each other, rather than the woo-woo tools, because those are fun to play with and it our energy, but the tools that actually help us to function as a society, which is communication, number one.
2: Period. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that in my lifetime, everyone on the planet will be able to channel. That's a big tall task i know how it sounds sounds like something that would take another million years of evolution to happen Ooh, i'm about
1: to pop up oh yeah no no we're no. in a
2: change and no, I, I believe that we can achieve this you got this but
1: but dude do you realize and this is for all you all right now if you're going uh, channeling y'all are channeling you every time you open your mouth You're channeling. It's your choice what radio station that you're going to be tuned into, what frequency you're going to be Mm. tuned into, and what's coming out your mouth. We are all, every single one of us have every single power of every single thing we've ever seen before. Don't ever tell yourself that person's got that and I don't have that because you do have that.
2: That needs to be a TikTok, Debbie. No, no.
1: (laughs) You all just. (laughs) You are a walking, breathing, booming Voice of a channel. Everyone is, and we all have a message to give and to share out there. Neo, you're right. There is going to come a time where people are actually using their their birthright. This is actually—it's not even that. It's just we're human. We're a walking, freaking radio. We are the radio box. I, I, the I'll take walk- it to this
0: point. I'll, I'll say oh, yeah. we've already gotten there. Neo, your dream has come true. We're already doing it. Now, Some yeah. of us are doing it. Unconsciously, but everybody's doing
2: it. I want to just real quick address the skeptics out there that say, I'm not channeling. Have you been in an argument? Said some shit you ain't mean or some shit you ain't want to? You was on the wrong station. You are channeling. (laughs) Debbie's right. You're channeling something right now. And what you're currently Mm. channeling right now is more like you, but you are multifaceted. You exist on several channels. Love the question you
0: asked. I like to ask the question that you asked just in a slightly different way Where did that come from? That's the channel. Yeah,
2: it's just hit me and it hit me and said, Say it, say it now, say it loud, say it proud. That's right. That that thing, whatever it was
0: that was coming out, whether you were argumentative, whether you were feeling great, no matter what it was, when it was coming out, it was coming from somewhere. That someplace is the channel.
1: And you are an all powerful being, everyone is. Learning to, to, to tune into the power within you and quit thinking you're going to give it away externally or it's coming from you, to you externally. It's not. It is simply what's coming through you. Music. You all want to tell me how you want to tell me how music's not channeled. Anybody? I'm curious because I, I already know. <laughs> Look at, I, you know how much I know that that, that this I know because the night that I met Jimi Hendrix's brother, And I say this just like that to get everyone's attention. The conversation Leon and I had and still have, I miss him, though. We needed to hang out. Leon, I'm going to hit you up, is the fact that Jimmy channeled his music. The fact that Jimmy channeled these words. And if you ever go and listen to, like, Little Wing, you'll hear it. If you ever listen to some of the music is channeled. Do you all hear me? Boom. You can't argue that. Where's it coming from?
0: Wild well, address One other thing, too. Well, we, we still have some time here because the hour almost up, believe it or not. Um, and that is, we, we regularly get the information that says that channeling is our connection to source, and the information that comes from source is always love and appreciative. So the question that comes up is, well, if that's true, then how could I possibly be channeling if I am expressing rage or anger or frustration or something Neil negative? Said. What Neo said. And. It's just the, answer, the answer is, is is really quite simple there. It's you're you're getting the information, you're just disagreeing with it.
2: You know you're, what you're I, still
0: channeling it. It's it's the same information, you're just disagreeing with it.
2: I want to give a different vibe on channeling real quick. Um because I don't want to make it seem like we're jumping from station to station. When you change a station, you're simply changing the number. Yeah. Your frequency changes with your mood. And with time. So it's changing regardless. Yep. So when we talk about channeling, I don't want to seem like you're jumping into different realities. No, you're just shifting numbers.
0: That's
2: right. That's it. You're changing your frequency. Literally just like going like that on a dial. God,
0: that's good. Really good. That's absolutely right too. I might go live after this because I'm on fire. Hot digging down. That's on (laughs) fire. That's
2: awesome. can Can you post this for me? I just wanted to throw up and let everybody know. That the subscriptions are back and well, not like they left, but they're popping. Subscribe to my um, email. It's like five days a week. I send something out, like a mental exercise, like stuff we're talking about, how to remember them throughout the day, and use them to, you know, get through life easier and smoother, manifest a better future. So yes, please. That's the link. Cynthia, uh, yeah. private chat. Well, thank you.
0: I'll just put it into the public chat. That makes it really Sure. That's yeah, that's
2: why.
0: Yeah,
1: I love that. Hey, uh y'all, I just want to say Joe's popping in here with this. This one's good. Listen, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of people view it as evil or tapping into the underworld. Well, here's here's what. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it possible? Is it possible? Thank you, Joe, for pointing that out. Is it possible coming from my Christian background and Catholic? Hello? Is it possible?
0: That we were upon. taught
1: that. We were taught that. Oh, honey, I'm evil. I've known yes, it. I've known it. Oh, it's it's beyond. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're unless you're Pentecostal and you're speaking in tongues and you know holy rollers out there, like my grandma used to take me to the little churches in L.A. But that's not even the point. The point being is that I'm wondering. Hmm. There's a lot of power in that channeling. There's a lot of power in an understanding that you can control what channel that you're tuned into. Why in the world would we want, why do you think they wanted to teach us that it is not a good thing? Hello.
0: Exactly. That's exactly it. As a matter of fact, the the primary teaching of the Catholic Church, and this was carried through by other uh, denominations of Christianity, but the primary teaching was you are not to trust what is inside. You are only to trust what we tell you comes from God. Now,
2: why would they do that? It's a form of, of control. control. What is the agenda? Because every every course has an agenda. What is the agenda, y'all? Think about that.
0: If oh. I can control the route to your soul, then I control you.
2: And who 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 whose agenda was that control?
0: People who are running the church. They <laughs> have a definite agenda. Come on, let's be honest. Same people that's running
2: <laughs> the same people that's running the earth right now. I was talking about this the other day. Thanks. I said I don't the amount of Hate and it can't be us, man. This gotta be aliens running running the game. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do this. We would have learned by now.
1: I right, would. Well you would hope we would have. But you know, if you ever watch like the one percenters and you see that, just watch the documentary, The One Percenters. It's kind of old. This was done by Johnson and Johnson's grandson. Y'all have to see it if you haven't. This is not this is not conspiracy theory. This is not any of that stuff. All right. This is the actual grandson of Johnson and Johnson, who exposed a whole lot of stuff from the inside. Had let me tell you, Warren Beatty's granddaughter got uh, she was exiled after being in that documentary. She was it was serious. Mm. There, so. How many of them are there? How many of them are there, and how many of us are there? I'll tell you what: we all let's just keep showing up and showing everybody that yes, you've got the power.
2: I
0: actually, it doesn't even matter what the, what the numbers are, to be honest, because really one, one person focusing on what they love is a thousand times more powerful than a person who's focusing on what he doesn't love. That's pretty straightforward. Takes-
1: It takes one, it takes, okay, it takes five to offset the one negative is what I've been hearing. And this has been going on, including when you talk to yourself. If you say a negative word about yourself, you got to give yourself five. I've been doing this for years. If you give me a negative word, you owe me five. Drop and give them. Let's have them. (laughs) Five things. What's, will give me five things about you that are just so awesome right this very second. And I'll stop a conversation if I hear somebody go,
2: God, I was stupid.
1: Yo, owe me five. Let's do it. What? I owe you
2: what? You just gave me my New Year's resolution. Ooh.
1: Drop and give me five. And I'm going to
2: call it the five. Oh.
0: five.
1: There's
2: the magic five. in that. The five in my head is, as soon as somebody says something <laughs> like that, I'm going to be like the five.
0: Jo says oh. she does it to me. It's true. She does it often.
1: <laughs> I'm not, I am dead serious I do this. And you know why? Because you're worth it. Every single person out there is worth it. They're, you're worth not talking like crap to yourself about yourself.
2: That's Especially it. If you put a ring on it. <laughs> then you're really worth it. <laughs>
1: I well, yeah. No, I mean like you are we are ourselves. We are worth. Uh reminding ourselves how awesome we are by the fact sure fact that we believe in we're awesome. I do it all the time. My granddaughter last night, she was here and I'm like you are spectacular. You are stunning. You know, at eight years old, that's what they need to hear. You are spectacular. You are stunning. She's doing her I am statements. Louise Hayes has a book for children where they start doing their I am statements. Mm-hmm. Just do it. This stuff, man, you guys I'm telling you, let them learn these things. Meditation young, get the Krakori app for children out there. Do things and help these kids out. And I'm just, that just needed to come out. But we are also at the top of the, the hour. K- uh, Krikori, K-A-K-A, no, K- a- K- a- K- K-I-K-O-R-I. O- they would be great on your summit too. If, if uh, I can hook you up, they're awesome people. So I'm gonna be quiet though, because I know we're past the hour. And I'm so glad hey,
0: you, you know, get up now. after a while, you just kind of blow past. You say, "Hey, it's going. Go with the energy." You know. Can I throw something out there real quick? Go for it.
2: For the people out there who have who have grown up feeling like they're not worth it. Whether it was your parents directly telling you you're worth it or just society made you feel like you weren't worth it. And you're finally getting up after watching this show and saying, I am worth it. There's going to be a question in your mind as to why those people tried to make you feel like you weren't. Um, Don't be mad at them. It was what was meant to happen to get you to this point. They played their role. They're just pawns in what was meant to happen to get you to this point. This is all a game up here. Leave all that out of it. See them as one with you. You can't be mad at them. And you're going to use that, what I just said, to avoid being mad at them.
0: And the freaking amazing thing, at some point, you're going to actually find that you appreciate them.
1: And you appreciate them because without your dark, you wouldn't know your spark.
0: There's a great way to end a program. I like that. (laughs) All done, team. Love it. (laughs) woo Thank you people in live stream for your commentary. It was wonderful. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere and we will see you all next time here on Elevate Today. Goodbye Bye. everybody. Bye.